0: Do you need some help getting started with video marketing? I have the perfect thing for you, and it's free. My Video Marketing Starter Kit will teach you how to get started with video and stand out in your profession as the authority. I will teach you everything from simple videos to how to get great shots to tricks on getting clients and referrals. To get my new video kit for free, just visit kristamayshore.com slash videokit. That's kristamayshore.com slash videokit. I have to, I have to tell you, I believe that showing up to these types of things, doing coaching is so important in any type of business, no matter what you're trying to do or accomplish. And the reason being is because when you don't show up to these types of things and when you're not in, in coaching consistently, you get, you get pretty lackadaisical right? You just start to go back into the normal way of doing things. And people, when they're trying to achieve excellence in life, and and I think that most of you, because the fact that you're here, you really, really want to achieve excellence. And so many people, what happens is is that when they're in coaching programs, when they're a, a part of an organization like this, when they show up at a certain time every single day, it gets them into consistency, right? Remember, in order for us to um, to see true change. We want to correct the errors of the past and insert new disciplines for the future, right? This is a discipline being here every day, whether it's 8 a.m. for you or whether it's 9 a.m., 10 a.m., or 11 a.m., depending on what time zone that you're in. Um, it's really, really a great, great way to start your day, right? It's a, it sets positivity in motion. It starts good momentum. And it's that way with just about everything. I was actually having a talk today with Jesse and I was telling him, you know, I yesterday I had a coaching call with my students and um, one of my former students did a training and it was funny because it was a very similar training to one that I teach. And I thought, you know, I want to do that again today. I said, I just, I'm just, i just worried. I don't, don't, don't want my personal students to think like, well, she taught that yesterday. He's like, Krista, remember the first time that you hear something, you're just kind of hearing it. The second time you hear it, it starts to sink in. And then as you continue to hear things over and over again, that's when mastery happens. And I'm like, oh yeah, okay, thank you for coaching me because I needed to kind of hear it at that moment. But it was just a really, really great training. So I thought we would, we would do it today. Now this will this training today will work for um, you in real estate for attracting clients, right? Or it will work for you um, as an agent with EXP with agent attraction. I call it agent wealth building, okay? So at, you can have two hats on right now as you're thinking about this training one is going to be, okay, how can I apply this to my real estate career as far as buyers and sellers? The other one I want you to think about as far as building wealth, long-term wealth, because it, the, the strategies work with both. You can just tweak them a little bit, okay? So first question for you, and this is going to be a... Um, This is going to be like I want to hear from you. Right. I don't know if you know this, but when you there's something called natural learning and institutionalized learning. Natural learning is when you engage and you respond and you answer. You are more likely to implement and you learn more quickly when you actually act as if you're in front of somebody and you engage with them while they're teaching. I have a master's degree in curriculum instruction, so I know a lot about teaching. The other type is when someone just like blah, blah, blah the whole time and you just kind of start zoning out, right? So we don't want that. So when I ask questions, whether you answer me or raise your hand or put it in the chat, I want I want you to respond, okay? Otherwise, I think I'm not a very good teacher and you guys are bored, you know, maybe I'm just not making any headway. So question, how many of you, and you can do this like so I can see you, how many of you are, you, are not, not just using, how many of you have a CRM and you, because we all have, you know, a lot of you have, and you're actually using your CRM the way it's meant to be. Do this for me. Unless you're driving, I want to have you crash. Okay, so I see a lot of, I don't see a lot of hands doing this, all right? I don't see a lot of hands doing this. So big secret to tell you. When I was, um, I hired a company about six years ago and mind you, I have usually sell anywhere between 120 to 169, 170 homes a year. So I'm always usually over, over the 100 mark. And I've been doing this for 19 years. And so, you know, that's a lot of business, right? So I hired a company about six years ago. And I said, they ad- came in and analyzed my business to see where the biggest gaps were. Like, what were the biggest gaps in my company? How, where was I making the most money on? And how was I losing the most money? And, you, and this is really embarrassing, but you want to know what, what the biggest gap was? It was my CRM, basically. I had a CRM, one that I, I won't say, that it wasn't very good. And I actually, you know, sort of used it, but we weren't using it to the best of its ability. And I didn't even have a CRM for until probably about the first you know, 10 or 11 years in the business. I used Top Producer, way, think it was called that, way back when, all right? but I didn't use it to the best of its ability. So I lost a significant amount of business. So they, what they did was they ended up going through my database, going through all the lead sources that I had paid for. And do you know that about 30% of the people that they got in touch with had already purchased a home, bought or sold and they didn't use me, right? So ones that were in my database somehow made contact with us, okay? And now that's a significant amount of money. All right. One of my students, John Finley, he may or may not be on this call. He said that basically last year, um, about 12 months ago ish, he decided to really start focusing on his CRM like he was going to because, you know, your, your average lead uh, close ratio for online is about less than 2%. It's about one and a half percent. 1.75% is, is the average amount of leads that actually get closed. Very, very small percentage. Okay. But John was like, you know, I have so many online leads because he's, you know, knows how to use, uh, knows how to generate a lot of online leads. And he's like, I know I'm losing business because I'm not really responding to these leads appropriately. I don't have great follow up systems. I'm, I'm not, I'm not inserting new disciplines into my business. And disciplines meaning something that I do every single day, um, so that I can start working on my pipeline. Okay. Now remember, we we talked, we've talked about this before. And this is what I want really people to really, really grasp with anything in, in business. And that's this. And I wish I had a bigger board here. I wish I was out there because I, I like to use my board. But basically, when you do work, buyers and sellers, we know that the average buyer and seller takes three to six months, according to the National Association of Realtors. However, I'm in another very high level mastermind group, and they did a, a study Um, of buyers over a several year timeframe and they found it to be closer to, it it was under a year, it was like 357 days, something crazy like that. Like that's how long that it takes for buyers and sellers from the time they first start, way more than three to six months. So what do most agents do? Most agents, they focus on low hanging fruit, right? Like what can I do right now? Somebody calls and they'll leave a birthday party or Christmas dinner to go show a buyer or seller. How many of you have done that? I will say I have done that way too many times. That is for sure Krista. Krista's done that in her life, especially when I first started 19 years ago. I would leave any, anything, anytime to go work with people. But they forget about the people that, right, that are coming into their world um, and that are gonna buy later, right? And so how many of you have said the word, these are bad leads, They're bad leads. Like, oh, I'm getting these leads and they're bad leads. And, you know, every hand sugar burnt. We all said that, right? Bad leads. Okay. So what John decided to do was to completely change his mindset regarding the leads. And so he, instead of saying, I personally don't like to call people, I don't like to say leads. I like to say people because every lead is a person. So I don't ever say leads. I say, oh, you're saying that they're bad people. No, they're people. That eventually will end up buying or selling. If they don't end up buying or selling, which by the way they will, they'll end up referring you eventually, right? Referring and that type of thing. Okay, Laura, do you have a question? Oh, sorry. Do you have a question, Laura? Rupal? No. Okay, I saw your hand up. Sorry, sorry. Um. So people will end up buying eventually. So what what happens is is we have to understand is that. When we, ha- when we put, when we insert, input equals what everybody? Input equals output. However, whatever you put in, eventually you get out, okay? But in re- in, with our efforts, right? We do effort here. We don't see the results until here. Now pretend this is a much larger board, okay? So from the work that you do here, you don't see the results until here, right? The work that you do here, you don't see the results until here. You get my point, right? The work you do here, you don't see the results that you do here. But what do most people do? They stop right here because they don't see the results that quickly. So imagine if you just kept on going and then all of a sudden your line over here never stops. Okay. But what also happens is is that the further the line goes on this side, right? The quicker it starts to build because of momentum. That's the exact same thing with working with buyers or sellers, okay? When you work with, oh, my thing just fell. When you work with buyers or sellers, I have to get it because my dog will eat it and it's never good. Um, when you work with buyers or sellers, all right, especially with buyers or sellers, we have to understand that it's a long-term game. It's not the short-term game, it's very long-term. So if we can remember to nurture people, right? You know, all the time here, then all of a sudden they're gonna start closing over here. right? And then we're gonna have more people in our pipeline that love us because you all do an amazing job. So then the more that we start working with people, then we start getting more referrals. We start getting more repeat business and then the momentum grows even more. Does that make sense? But so many of you are, are constantly just going for the low hanging fruit, right? And so John basically said that he decided to change his mindset, right? So instead of saying that the leads are bad leads, He's, he changed his mindset to every lead is a good lead. Another thing he said was that every, and I'm gonna say don't say lead, say people. Okay. So every, every every lead or every person is a good, is, is a good, you know, a good lead, right? And every single lead, which is a person, is going to buy sooner or later. So just by changing your mindset and knowing that like every single person's gonna buy sooner or later, right? Or they're going to refer me sooner or later, really, really helped him. All right. He increased his conversion his, his, for, for his online leads from less than one and 9%, a half percent to nine percent, a nine percent increase in conversions, which is insane in only one year's time frame. Now, I want you to ask yourself a question Imagine if you were able to increase so This is how you answer this, right? Let's just say last year you can say that from online leads or from any sort of lead source that you got, okay, you were able to do X amount of business. Let's just say the amount is 50 grand you made, right? Or 20 grand or 30 grand. Maybe it's only 10 grand. Now, imagine if you did a 9% increase instead of only doing 1% of those. Now we did nine. Now that 10,000 becomes 90, right? That 50,000 becomes almost 500,000, 470,000. Makes sense. So imagine if you just started to adapt this mindset that Every lead is a good lead and every single person will end up buying or selling or referring you later on as long as you continue to nurture them and establish a relationship with them. Now that's a pretty good mindset, right? You don't have to believe that, okay? But if you did believe that, do you think that it would serve you better? Everyone say, yes, absolutely. It absolutely would, right? Also, when you adapt that mentality, what happens? Instead of you going, oh, that's a bad lead and pushing them off, you're more likely to want to start developing that relationship, nurturing that late relationship. And it might take longer for somebody to buy and sell, right? But they will refer you. And if you are marketing yourself online the way that you should correctly, right? Remember, when you commit to consistently producing content correctly, you're going to make a connection. So you're going to convert more clients and customers. Okay. Then if you do what I call the five R's, refer, retain, resell, right? You get those through rituals and routines. If you have proper rituals and routines, you're going to get, you're going to retain more clients. They're going to refer you more and they're going to resell with you. Okay. So let's talk about what our rituals and routines look like. One thing that John said he does is that every single day, John will, John will call. Okay. He'll call for he tries to do two hours a day, but let's just say, and if you guys know about my teaching, I you know, I, use, I use the Pomodoro technique, but let's just say you committed to, because doing two hours of calling a day is pretty much like torture to most people. Like for me, it would be torture. I could not do it. I'm just going to be very honest. No, no, no. <laughs> it ain't happening right over here. All right. But to do two 25 minute blocks of a Pomodoro technique of calling people, I could do that. I could do two 25 minute blocks. Now, what I would recommend if I was with EXP is I would have one 25 minute block be for buyers and sellers. I'd have the other 25 minute block be for my agent wealth building, for agent attraction. That's personally how I would do it, okay? Because I believe that the long-term results of the agent attraction is gonna far supersede just the short-term benefits of buyers and sellers. But we all know we need money right away. Our first and foremost goal initially is to sell, 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 right? but once you start understanding the benefits of wow this residual income then you're going to want to make that part of your priority too so imagine if you just adopted a new philosophy that every lead which is a person is a good one and that they eventually will buy or sell or refer you and then you just started adopting new rituals and routines of getting on that phone now here's the thing if you're utilizing the pomodoro technique i guarantee you that you're not even if you do two 25 minute increments and they're specifically uh, geared towards nurturing and calling back and all that great stuff, you're not even gonna notice the two 25-minute increments. You won't. If you're doing the Pomodoro Technique as often as you can, that those two 25-minute increments will not even, you won't notice them. You won't feel like you've lost any time if you're utilizing the Pomodoro Technique correctly because that will save you 16 hours a week of time, right? You'll have 16 additional hours of week, uh, uh, each week of time just by utilizing the Pomodoro Technique. But the results that you'll get from it, from the consistency, from the rituals and the routines, will far supersede. If John was able in just night to increase his business in twelve months by nine percent of all of his online leads, imagine what's going to happen in year two, three, and four. Remember this. <laughs> imagine one year of doing that. What's going to happen the next two year? Does it make sense? It's just going to start building and building and building. Do you think it was easy? It's easy for John. Are there days when he's like, I don't want to call? Like, I just don't feel like calling. It's not fun to call. I'm not excited about calling. Of course there are, right? But if he reminds himself about the $475,000 additional dollars of that which is what it was, ish, right, John, which was at 9% equated to, it looks pretty fun to call, right? Now, after after doing that for 10 years that's five million more dollars that John has made because John had rituals and routines and he changed his mindset he said the biggest aspect that helped him more than anything else was just changing his mindset okay let me show you now um, let me get this to do okay let me show you just a, a, a graph that this will help you as far as as far as timing goes and really really kind of um, Staying on top of people. So this is this was actually pretty eye opening to me. I taught this training a while back. Okay, so um, this was a study that was done from MIT. All right, response time from initial initially being in, exposed to somebody. Okay, within a five minute increment. Your if you take your likelihood of you getting in touch with somebody. Decreases one hundred times from five minutes to thirty minutes. One hundred time decreases. Likely you're actually getting in touch with somebody. Okay. The qualification rate from five minutes to thirty minutes also decreases by twenty-one times. By twenty-one times. Sorry about that. Okay. So it tells us that we need to call people back. This was also very, very um, another study from Harvard. All right. From a three, three years of data, 15,000 unique leads and 100,000 calls attempts that were made, what they found out was the best days to make contact were Wednesday and Thursday. You have a 49% difference in success between Tuesday and Thursday of actually getting in touch with somebody, right? And the best times to call were between 4 and 5 p.m. And the second best time was between 8 and 9 a.m. I guarantee that none of you between 8 and 9 a.m. are meeting with buyers or sellers. So that'd be a great time for you to call. Right? Best time to call. This was always, this was also very, 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 very important. And it was very similar to the MIT study. Response time, best time was within five minutes. of calling people back. Contact and qualification rates drop dramatically in just minutes and continue to decrease over the next few hours. You have a 400% decrease in odds of qualifying just between five and 10 minutes. 400% decrease in just a five-minute increment. Now, this is, again, from Harvard of over 100,000 call attempts, but this is one of the craziest things that, that, that I thought. Persistence is key. Over 30% of leads are never contacted at all. You should always make at least six attempts before you leave a voicemail, right? Or a text. I'm not sure I, be- I believe the text thing so much, but hey, it's it's Harvard. I'm not Harvard, right? By making a few extra calls, attempts, sales reps can experience up to 70% increase in contact rates just by making a few extra calls the the magic number quite frankly is 12 according to them it's 12 times to, to be calling but the fact that so many people never call at all and the average person because i have a longer a longer training on this the average um calls that most people made was under two which means that some people didn't call it all so the rock stars some did six but under two remember it takes at least six They're saying, but the magic number was 12, 12 attempts. Most of us are so nervous about calling 12 times. Now, another thing that John talked about was that he found himself, you know, a lot of people will just, um, a lot of people will just get on the call to call, right? And they start to sound very robotic and they're trying to get through their questions. And he realized that the more curious he was. Right. He says, not ABC, always be closing. He l- adapted the mentality, always be curious. Right. Always, always be curious. <laughs> John just is just now getting on the call. So, John, I'm talking all about you. Jesse is trying to jump in. Does he want to talk? Evelyn, is that what you're trying to say? Jesse's in.
1: Yeah, no, I, someone, I, I was trying to talk. I don't know if you can hear me, Krista. Could you oh, hear no, go me? Ahead. Go ahead, Jesse. I, I don't want to, I'm, I'm almost in my office. So I'm still driving, but I wanted, to, I wanted to comment on the text thing. If you look at the year of that Harvard study, because this study has been cited a lot. I forget the year because I'm driving, but what year was that study from? I think it's like 10 years old, correct?
0: Um, let me see here. I think it's... If
1: you- uh-huh. You can find it later, regardless. The the texting has changed. So so the concept of everything she's teaching is spot on, the amount of contacts, everything else. But in terms of the world of texting, if you think about how people text versus call these days, we can do another training later and dive into the ratio of text versus phone calls. So just sub in the words when you say phone call, in some way levels text. of just contact, right? Krista's spot on all this. I just want to make that note on that because this that I agree with you, Krista. It's like it is Harvard, but like, dude, the world's changed in terms of text. Yeah, I'm not
0: sure I believe that. I, I, I didn't need to look at the date because texting is, is cool is so like everyone it's just easy right and also video text messaging like i'm going to tell you this one more time about video text messaging i will tell you that i hear every single day yesterday i heard three times from my students that just doing video text messaging has picked them up a significant amount of clients right and that takes 20 minutes a day a significant amount of clients we I, i mean it's amazing just by doing that one thing people love the video text messaging so if you if you learn one thing from today it's pick up the phone don't forget to nurture people and start video text messaging, right? You will pick up new clients, especially if you commit to new rituals and routines, right? You implement new patterns, get rid of the errors of the past and insert new disciplines for the future and do it on a consistent basis, all right? So my my, my yesterday, my um, one of the things I talked to my students about was, hey, and I want to get you guys a, a free link or a link to a... Um, To a training that's next week i want to tell everyone about so don't let me forget about that i haven't gotten it yet for my team and make sure she's sent it over um perfect yes um so is that think about when you can start doing this right and no one likes i'm not saying to cold call i do not cold call ever it's like the worst the worst the worst the worst i hate cold calling but when you're calling people that have you know, called you or people that have at one point sort of you know, entered into your world and you're just continuing to call them back, right? And, and John also said that it took only about one week because I said, oh, how you know, was it difficult for you to call? He's like, at first it was, but it only took about a week. And after a week, I was already comfortable. OK, I was already comfortable and always be curious, meaning he asked a lot of questions and, and really listened, didn't just ask questions, ask questions, but he asked a lot of questions of the people that were on the phone, made amazing notes and put them in his CRM. If you have a CRM, which most of you do, right, and you use it properly, the CRM is going to start working for you, but it should never, ever replace you. A CRM can never replace you picking up the phone, doing a phone call, doing a personalized video, doing, you know, it can't replace it. You. You've got to insert yourself into it. And, you know, I can't tell you how many times I've, I've been interested in something and I've made the call, but I just didn't have the time to hit the trigger, right? And there's been like an, a great salesperson that, you know, kept in contact with me for like four months. And I'm thinking, man, you're awesome. Like If you're going to give me this great of service after four months, I'm definitely going to be using you. They are thinking the same thing even though they might seem annoyed, maybe maybe a little bit at first, once you break the barrier down, you start talking to them, you're you're kind, right? You, you really are curious, you ask questions, you give them value, 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 value. Remember, serve, don't sell. That's where the questions come in. So the more questions that we can ask people, the more that we can lead with value. The more that we can lead with value and truly help somebody, I'm looking for that thing, the more that we're not going to be seeming annoying. So when you're talking to people, right? When you're talking to people, the question is, wh- what are we listening for? We're, we're listening to see what it is that they need, what's important to them, okay? And then we make sure we insert that into our CRM. And then the next time we call them, if you say, hey, you know, you told me that you were really interested in um, school scores, uh, like it was really important that you had, you know, very good school scores. Well, uh, here's, here's a list of school scores with, you know, eight, eight and above. And here's the Neighborhoods associated. I thought you might like that, right? So if you're listening, you can lead with value. All right, so I'm going to go ahead and stop here for a second. You guys can ask questions, but I wanted to give, I, I'm doing a, um, I'm speaking at a conference, a, a, a training. It's free. There's a free version of it on, um, nope, that's not it. Um, a free, it's it's the Hyperfast Agent Summit. And... Um, I thought this might be you guys might want to do it. It's it's a two, three days of training. Day um day three, I think is is you pay for day three. Um again, I don't get anything by you. Actually, I think that I think I might, <laughs> but um you but by going to this, it's three days of training from agents across the country who are selling a significant amount of real of real estate. So the nice thing I like about this group is that every, anyone that they have speaking or training or coaching at this virtual event is actually doing a significant amount of business. They're not coaches that do not sell. They actually sell. They've got a huge team and they have all the speakers that are speaking are agents that have produced a significant amount of business. So there's a link right there if you'd like to click on that. There is a free version that you can go to. It's Monday, Tuesday, and Wednesday. It's all day long. Um, again, it is virtual. So I had told them that I would go ahead and post this in here for you all today. If you guys were interested in going to that. Okay. So let me see, we got some and, hands. Raised.
1: And, 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 I, and I want to do one thing, Krista, cause we got two minutes. So I want to yeah. do one thing. Can I give an actionable homework? And by the yeah. way, guys, we know you could spend all day going to trainings. We, we obviously know you need to go out and work with clients and sell houses. We just like to tell you about all the cool trainings, like this hyper fast conference is gonna be rad. I'm super excited. Anyway, type in the box. I just wrote down three things. I'm going to click enter right now serve. Don't sell. Always be curious and the fortune is in the follow-up. Krista didn't say that one out loud, but that's what I was thinking in my head as she was talking about this. What did you take away from today? I know she's got some questions, but type in the box. I want you to take away something actionable that you're gonna actually use unless you're driving. If you are Terry and you're driving, do not type Terry. Everybody else, <laughs> type it in.
0: And I would say one more thing, Jesse. I want you to ask yourself like, okay, you know, if I if calling is if, is nervous and uncomfortable for me, if I just do it first thing in the morning, right? Like in the morning I get, if I do my, if I do my first 10 video text messages, I call for 25 minutes. Let me just say, I commit to myself and I'm going to do that for the next 30 days and let's see what happens. And remember it does take time. Like John said that too. He said, you know, it takes time. It wasn't like I saw the results right away, but he had a 9% increase just by changing his mindset that all leads were good leads. They will all buy or sell later. Right. And you know, to be curious and to lead with value. Value, value, value. So now matter of with all these calls and here's what's, here's what's, um, here's why we don't want to every single time we, we meet with you and do these agent huddles is give you something brand new to do because you won't do anything, right? We got to be really careful. So this is really a, a mindset pump you up, get you excited, get you knowing that you can do this, but what are you going to start doing? What actions are you going to start doing that are different to see a different result? right? Because you can show up here all the time, but if you don't actually implement, nothing's going to change. Right now, John, you're here and I know we're going to go ahead and I'm just going to say, what do you think it was that made you decide, you know what, like I, I have to change. Like what made you decide you wanted to change?
1: Well, I mean, for me, I wasn't getting the results that I wanted. So I was getting, I was, I was getting leads come in. I was getting contacts with people, but I was not getting results. I was not converting. So I wanted to increase my business. I wanted to do better. So I had to figure out something that I could do. So I just decided you have to give more than you're giving right now. Something has to change. So you've got the first part of it. You've got leads coming in, but you're not doing the second part. So something has to change. And so it just, it it was just basically, I I wasn't getting the results.
0: And 9%, that's a huge, huge, huge increase in the business. Huge increase. Good. Okay. Yes, and results like nine percent. I can I can live with that, right? That's just the first year. So again, there's the link. Click on that, it will get you. Um, I would say click on it right now. They'll they're going to start putting you on their nurture sequence. You're going to get a really good example of what proper nurturing and follow up looks like because they are kings and queens at, at at doing that. There's a lot of amazing speakers that are there. Um, we've actually Tristan is Tristan Mahab. I don't say his last name, but he's he's one of the speakers there, and he uh, he was actually on the Agent Power Huddle. Uh, he owns uh, Lab Code Agents. He's speaking. Um. So it's, it'll, it should be a really, really good event for you.
1: Okay. Watch this, Krista. Everybody raise your hands if you learned something today. Raise your hands. Okay, then it. watch this. Raise your hands if you already clicked on that link to check out the event. Good, good, good. Smart. Look at these action takers. All right, what, how do you wanna wrap it up, Krista? What do you wanna leave them with? I
0: wanna say this, money like speed. Okay, everyone, money like speed. Agents and people that take quick action, okay? They make more money. Why? Because they don't just think about doing things. They go money, like speed, money, like speed. Next week, I'm going to talk to you about the elapsed collapse time frame. Okay. Why rich people are rich and why poor people are poor. So, um, so I'm going to give you a little bit of sneak peek as to, as to that. That's what I'll be talking about next Wednesday. At least I hope I'm going to teach next Wednesday, Jesse. I'm going to, I'm going to be at that thing until like midnight. So I'll, turn will we'll, my back we'll,
1: we'll figure it out. We'll figure it out guys. Enjoy your day, everybody. Friday, we've got a, a woman who's going to teach a pipeline tool Thanks, that is going to help you guys piggyback on this. Krista, this is amazing. Have Michelle, night, did you buddy. have
0: a question? I forgot about it. your hands has been up the whole time. Did you have a question? I'll answer it. Okay, sorry. Her hand was up. Post I it in the way.
1: Facebook group. If you have a question, we're two minutes over. Post it in the Agent Power Huddle Facebook group. Tag Krista. She will answer it there.
0: In these uncertain times, it's important that we stay positive, focused, and come up with an action plan. This is why I created this Real Estate Agent's Crisis Guide. My guide will teach you how to continue to generate business during times of uncertainty and instability, even if the real estate operations have been shut down in your area. My guide offers 30 strategies that you can implement right now. To get my guide, just visit kristamayshore.com slash crisisguide. That's kristamayshore.com slash crisisguide.